We're getting up close and personal with all your favorite celebrities on the hottest weekend party show in the city, The Abbey Night Show. Y'all. You're listening to all the hits on the number one party show in the city, The Abbey Night Show. Tell a friend. What's going on, everybody? And we're back. We have an amazing guest on the show today, Chanel West Coast. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? Pretty good. Can't complain. It's fall. It's my favorite season. Um, yes, it's fall finally. <laughs> right? I, I thought it was never going to get here. It was like hurricanes, 95 degrees, and then it dropped to like 40s where I'm at. And I was like, okay, this is happening. <laughs> it, it's not that cold here yet, but it's like finally it's not feeling like a, a heat wave. You know, we it's been like 100 for the past like month, I feel like. Right, which is, I mean, I feel like it's nice. It's good to have the contrast, but then after a while, it's kind of like, okay, I'm done. I'm ready to move on exactly, to something else. <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's October now. I'm like, can we just get into, like, the fall vibes a little bit out here? <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> so you've had a lot going on in your life. For those yeah. of you that aren't familiar with Chanel, I mean, she kind of does it all. I'm like, really, what don't you do? But obviously... We got to talk about motherhood. You're pregnant. Congratulations. You're having a baby. Thank you so much. Are you excited? I'm so, I, okay. I'm so excited, but also so nervous. <laughs> I'm like, I, I, I keep having like nightmares about giving birth, which is like stressing me out a little bit. It's it just like started like the closer it gets. Now I'm like having dreams about it every other night. Oh, um, no. Yeah, it's it's crazy. It's just like, you know, I'm not the best with pain and all that. So the actual, you know, giving birth situation is what I'm a little nervous about. But I'm just so, so excited to see my baby girl. Like, I cannot wait. I feel like that's the one part that every woman kind of freaks out about. They say the first time is the worst. And then if you have any other babies after that, you already know what's going down. Yeah. But that that feels kind of scary, though. Is that like your biggest fear about being a new mom? Uh, my, yeah, I would say that's my biggest fear is just the actual process of giving birth. <laughs> I'm like, I think like I'm great with kids. I've always been great with all my friends, kids and with babies. Yeah. Like, I, I think like, because I like, you know, naturally just giggle when I see a baby, like my, mm. my laugh makes babies laugh. And so like, I know that I'm going to be good with my baby. I think she's going to be like a very chill baby. Cause I was known for being a chill baby. My boyfriend was a chill baby. So I'm like having faith. She's going to be chill. It's literally just the the process of giving birth. That's that's the only thing that scares me a drop. Like just minor detail. Got to get the baby out. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited for you, though. So what are you looking forward to most about having a little girl? I've That's always kind of been my dream. I always wanted to have a little girl. So I feel like that's got to be super exciting for you, right? It's very exciting. Um, I, I'm just like, I cannot wait to just see what she naturally, you know, falls into doing and being into like you know everybody tells me that when I was little like I was like singing and dancing and obsessed with the tv when I was like two three so like they were already like okay she's gonna do something in entertainment of some sort because mm -hmm. I was just always so enamored by all that um so I just can't wait to see like what she naturally falls into doing and, and really help her support her dreams like you know I had a single mom my mom worked a lot and, um, you know, I'm, I'm excited to just be able to spend time with my child and like really just help her follow her dreams and do what she wants to do in life. 
Yeah, and that's going to be finding the balance with everything that you do and a baby is going to be crazy yeah. at the beginning. I, I already know, but it's so, it's so weird. Like I really am just like thanking God because normally we have like a little bit of like a three month, uh, hiatus from ridiculousness around these months. Mm -hmm. And this time we're on a longer hiatus. So we're not going to be going back to filming for like five months. I don't even know how I got lucky with that at this time. It was just like <laughs> fate from God. And I'm just like, Oh my God, thank you. Because I, I will have a decent amount of time with the baby now without having to worry about waking up at 5.30 a.m. again, you know, for early call times. And right. and um, so I got really, really lucky. And I'm, like, very grateful to God because I feel like it was, like, him being, like, we already know you can't do this, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give you a little extra like, support. <laughs> yeah. I feel like God was, like, I already know if she has to be up at night with the baby, she is not going to be having fun on these early call times. <laughs> I love that. That's when you know it's meant to be. Everything yeah. <laughs> just kind of aligns and you're like, yes, I can breathe yeah. a little bit. And at least you yeah. can get into the habit of not sleeping and getting mm -hmm. used to not sleeping before you have to go back to work. Exactly. <laughs> That's what my friends say anyway. I don't have any kids, but they're like, you know, it's like two hours on, two hours off. Um, but I'm so excited for you. Have you guys picked a name yet? We kind of have picked a name. It's been it's been quite the struggle. You know, like I always say, I'm like, I feel like if I wasn't on TV and like kind of in a spotlight, like it wouldn't be as much pressure. But it's just mm -hmm. like everybody's out here picking these super unique names. And it's like it's like, you know, when Kylie named her baby Stormy, everybody's like, oh, my God, Stormy. And like, you know, other yeah. people with like these just it's just like so much competition. It's not like when when you know mm. we were kids it was like it was a lot more common names like everybody kind of just had like like i think at one out of 50 names you know now it's like <laughs> you're you got to name your kid like something so unique that nobody else has it and so that's just been the struggle is trying to find something unique but also that's not too crazy because we mm. don't want to be like you know we don't want to be like how elon musk and, and what's her face grimes named the baby like like numbers and <laughs> oh no that's not that's not it <laughs> yeah we're we're like we're not trying to go that crazy and unique but we definitely want something that stands out and like has a cool meaning um so we're down to like two or three names and um we're gonna like in these next couple of weeks finally lock it down do you think that you'll decide before she's actually born or you think that once you see her you'll know which name is going to be the right one you know, it's funny. I wanted to have it before because I thought it'd be cute to like get her like custom little, you know, like shirts or blankies that say her name on it. And mm -hmm. then uh, I had a lot of people tell me they're like, you know, when you see her, you might you might feel like, oh, actually, she's more this name or more that name. And and so some people were advising me, like, just wait till the day you see her and and it's just going to hit you like that's her name. Yeah. And it's funny because, you know, Kylie Jenner went through that when she was trying to call her baby wolf. And yeah. everybody, everybody was on her about that. They're like, Wolf, why are you calling your baby that? Oh, celebrities, you know, celebrity yeah. baby names. It's like one of those things. But I mean, I, I, I feel like I think that's a cool name. Wolf. Yeah, yeah. I, I think she changed the baby's name, though, didn't she? We don't know what it is yet, though. I've, I literally looked the other day to be like, did she like release a name yet? Finally, <laughs> and nothing. Right. Yeah, no. So she still hasn't announced what they changed it to. I'm trying to find out what that is, too. So we'll both have to have to wait around and yeah. see the reveal. And then we'll yeah. just wait for you to have your baby and reveal the name, too, because don't worry, I'm not going to put you on the spot. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's always like, so what's the baby's name? And it's like none of your business. Um, 
But, um, you know, with the way things are in the world now, especially too, I don't know if you've had any conversations with your friends about dating, but dating is crazy right now. So what was it like for you finally finding love? Um, Dom Fennison is your boyfriend. You've been together for how long now? Uh, oh, let me think about this. We started <laughs> dating last year, so it was very new. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, I'd say like almost, you know, almost two years. You look so in love and so happy. What was that like? Were you expecting to find love with him? Did you think he was going to be someone you were going to want to build a family and a future with? Or did everything just kind of happen? as time went it's, along it's it's really crazy like i don't know if you've seen those memes or like whatever like i follow all these like little spiritual advice you know accounts and stuff and there's one that's like you know when you find the person you realize like why it didn't work out with everybody else mm -hmm. and that's exactly how i felt i was like you know i had so much bad luck with love and men in general and i'm like okay i'm i clearly just have the worst taste or like or I'm just too nice and fall for people who like, you know, I don't put enough like effort into researching first or something. Mm -hmm. um, and so it was just, it was really crazy how it happened. We actually met like years ago and, um, you know, ha like connected as friends. And then I needed to, I, I basically needed a model for my music video and um, we had booked another model and he like last minute day of the shoot flakes and I'm freaking out I'm like, oh my god, like the whole video is like a love song with with the guy And so this guy just he didn't really give us a reason and we're like he must have got COVID <laughs> Like it was during the <laughs> pandemic, you know And so because he was like not giving a reason and I'm like why can't you make it like da 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 And he's like, oh, I just I can't be there. I'm so sorry. Like I got a flake and so um, so the weirdest thing is like you know, I'm I'm not a model myself. I'm not really mm -hmm. in that industry, but like we really wanted somebody that had like a very just attractive like James Dean almost type look mm -hmm. cuz it was kind of like a vintage vibes video. And the weirdest thing is that Dom popped in my head cuz I had met him a few like few years back and I was like, "Well, I do know this one very attractive model guy and he used to have long hair. Like he used to have like long curly hair." Mm -hmm. And and I was like, I know this one guy, but he doesn't really have the right hair for the role. And and my, my director was like, well, just pull him up. Like, we need somebody, you know. <laughs> so I go to pull up his page and he like actually happened to have cut off his hair. And I was like, oh, my God, he's got the perfect look now. He literally has like a James Dean type haircut. <laughs> you were like, yes. So, yeah. And so I'm like, I'm just going to, you know, I still have his number. Let's see what happens. And so I just text him and I'm like, hey, like, so like long time, no talk super random if by any chance you're free today like i desperately need you because i had another model in my video who flaked and he happened to be free that day and was like yeah you know i i mean i, I need a little while to get there but like i can come through and so um so we shot that day and we were kind of in a rush so we didn't really get to like talk that much like whatever it was just like we just shot you know mm -hmm. but it was definitely chemistry on camera because we're like acting like kind of like in love vibes you know yeah and and then I got the edit of the video. And when I got the edit of the video, I was like, no, this is not cutting it. Like, we need to reshoot um, another scene. And so my director and I decided, let's shoot another scene, ask him if he can come again. 
And the, the next scene that we were going to do, we were like, let's just shoot at the arcade and like the bowling alley and make it like a, a real fun, like date vibe. Mm-hmm. And so when we were shooting that day, it was like being on a date, you know? And so, but it was like an extra long date because we're trying to get the content for the video. So we're <laughs> right. like, we're playing every damn game at the arcade, <laughs> like bowling for hours. And so like, I felt like that day we really got to know each other and mm-hmm. connect and and that's that's a big thing for me. You know, obviously Dom is a beautiful man, but like I've never been the type of person that it's just looks that that mm-hmm. draw me in. You know, I have to really have this like mental connection with somebody. And so that second day of shooting, we got to hang out for so long and like talk so much that I was like, okay, I think I'm kind of into this guy. Like, we're, you know, like he's we're mentally like on the same page. We're both Virgos. Mm-hmm. Um, have a lot of similarities. So. After that day, we kind of just started hanging out, mm. and then it just, like, you know, kept going from there. <laughs> I know. You were so thankful that model didn't show. You were like, yes. thank you. <laughs> it was, but that's what I'm saying. It's like fate. Like, the way mm. things work out sometimes, you got to just kind of let, like, God do his thing, you know? Like, mm-hmm. and, and I even told him, too, like, last, like, last year, I might have even been the year before. I swear this whole pandemic has me confused. But I was, <laughs> I was in Tulum with a girlfriend and she was like on the phone like you know arguing with her dude or whatever and I was single mm-hmm. at the time and I remember just like waiting for her to like kind of finish this phone call slash like semi argument with the guy <laughs> and I was just thinking to myself like you know what I am happy to be single I am just finally happy to just be single mm-hmm. not have to deal with any relationship drama and it was like finally when I was in 100% comfortable being alone that's when I like had like love come into my life, you know? So I think that that's just kind of like what everybody needs to do is just like chill out, not go looking for it so hard. And I think that Mm -hmm. when you focus on yourself, that love kind of just comes to you at the right time, you know? I completely agree. They always say that you find the right person when you least expect it. And I really believe that. But for people dating out here, it's rough, let me tell you. So I'm, yeah, in LA especially. <laughs> I'm so glad that you found somebody and that you look so happy. Cause like you said, it's Thank not you. always about looks. And of course you guys are both a very attractive couple. You look real cute together. Thank um, you. <laughs> but it's so much more than that, right? Because after yeah. a couple of days looks fade and it's kind of like, all right, so what else do we have to actually talk about? You know? <laughs> all right. Versace Diaries. I know that you're a fashion girl, Chanel. Yes. Yeah. And I know that, you know, you you love kind of catching people off guard. You like to surprise people with the things that you do. So yep. what was the inspiration behind this project? Because when people see that name, they're going to be like, what does that mean? Yeah. So <laughs> basically, it's it's really funny. I've always loved Versace. It's, it's a huge brand. Um, but I kind of in the past like couple years, I've realized you know, I'm like, I'm a petite girl, but I'm, I am still curvy. And like their clothes mm. just fit me great. They Italian sizes run smaller. So they got like for, for little people type clothes, but also like they have a lot of like, you know, it's not yeah. like for like the super skinny girl, like they make stuff for people that have curves as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I started wearing a lot more Versace once I started to realize that their, you know, sizing was just good for me. And I was like, you know what, like, I feel like, Versace is kind of my thing like I, mm-hmm. I started just I was on a hot run wearing Versace 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 and so um me and my friend we were actually both 
wearing Versace. We were in the studio with my girl, DJ Kitty, who's the producer of the one track, uh, Versace Mommy. Mm -hmm. And we're like, let's make a Versace song. And so uh, we're like, yeah, it's been a while since, you know, Migos and Drake dropped Versace Versace. Like, it's time for another one. And and so we started making the song and then um, we kind of we made that song. We were in Vegas and then we went on a on a group trip, like some friends to Miami. And then Miami's like the Versace like place. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody it's there the is vibe. in Versace. Yeah, it's the <laughs> yeah. vibe. And so we were in Versace again at the studio. And I'm like, yo, like, let's make another Versace <laughs> song, which might have been a little bit alcohol influence. Um <laughs> Because it's like, why make two Versace songs? Like, it was just so random. But why and not? So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Like, why not? So so then we made the second song. And um, and so then me and my boy, Minus Gravity, we were talking about it. We're like, okay, well, which one should we go with dropping? And it kind of occurred to us, like, why don't we make this like a, like a, a project, you know, where it's just like two Versace songs combined? Like, why waste a song? Like, they're mm-hmm. both really good. And um, that's kind of how it came about. It was just, you know, naturally wearing Versace, just being in that element of like wanting to make a song about it and being lit at the studio. And it just kind of like fell into place. And the funniest thing is like after we made the songs and videos, we we both were on like a Versace run. Like we see each other and we're both wearing Versace. <laughs> and I'm like, dang, I'm like, we are really owning this. <laughs> But it's perfect because it's not like you have to go look for an entirely new wardrobe or a whole new style. You're like, this is me. This is what I've been doing anyway. So it's perfect. Yes. I mean, Versace is such a like colorful brand. I love mm-hmm. colorful stuff. I, what's funny is it's a colorful br- brand, but also a lot of black. And like that, uh, that's I'm, black I always gold, say I'm super like, classic. I'm, I'm like, I'm either in all black or in the brightest colors. There's no in between. So <laughs> it is kind of just my overall vibe, you know, in a yeah. nutshell. I love that, though. I'm like Versace robe, Versace this. It's like you can't go wrong with it, though, really, when you think about it. Because it's a vibe, like yeah. you said. Miami exactly. or not. I feel like <laughs> everybody needs to get a Versace robe at some point because they're literally the most durable robes ever. Ever. So who who do you have featured on this project? So on the Versace Mommy song, that actually, my girl DJ Kitty, she produced the song. Mm-hmm. And she's the one who was, like, telling me and Minus Gravity, like, yo, I think you guys should get on this. So she kind of put it together. She was, like, you know, like the DJ Khaled of the track. Um, yeah. So so we got on it first. We actually had another artist on it before. It's a whole long story that I won't fully get into. But they ended up not being on it. So then we were, like, we need to replace this verse with somebody new. Mm-hmm. And my girl Kitty, uh, she's she's really close with Yauda, who's on the song with us now. Mm-hmm. And so she was like, yo, my boy Yauda, like he's signed to Rick Ross. He's really dope. I think you'll love him. And so uh, I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like, I'm a huge fan of Rick Ross. So if Rick Ross signed him, I'm down. And I went and listened to his music. And I was like, yo, like, I love him. Like, let's do it. So then we put him on the song. And then Versace Robe is me, Minus Gravity, and my boy Justin Love. And it's produced by K.E. on the track. Um, and that was, like, supernatural. Like, my boy Justin lives in Miami. So, like, we were like, yo, pull up to the studio. And then he just got on the song, too. And it just it happened so naturally. Like, we just all kind of were vibing, having fun. And then, like, they turned out to be, like, two, like, two really great songs. You know, like, the type of songs mm-hmm. where it's like, you're not even really trying. And then they just come out dope. And, you know, it's funny because I actually know Justin. 
Um, oh, you do? <laughs> yes. And the craziest thing is I came across this independent artist whose music I loved. I loved like his tone and his voice. Mm -hmm. I had been jamming out to his his EP for a long time. And anyway, we ended up, you know, getting in touch and meeting. And it turns out I was like, yeah, there's this one artist whose songs I love. And he was like, that's that's my music. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I had no that's idea because you don't show your face. That's nice. super, super dope. I know the records are going to be crazy. He's a great songwriter as well. So yeah, he is. I'm so excited for this new project that you have to drop because I don't know how you find time to do everything. You know, between working on ridiculousness, the million other projects you have, now being pregnant on top of that, you're traveling everywhere, still making it to red carpets. I'm like, girl, <laughs> you're not even sleeping yeah. yet. And you no, haven't even I, had the baby. I know. No, it's like <laughs> I, I, I really have learned how to like balance things. One of the biggest helps was getting a little home studio set up in my house. That mm. was life changing. Um, you know, like just saving the time, especially here in L.A. with traffic, not having to drive yes. to the studio. And, you know, a lot of the times the studio, the studios booked up and it's like, dang, like I was trying to work this day. Whenever you have a studio in your house, you have the freedom to create like whenever you want. And it's just a lot more of a natural flow like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I feel like that was life changing. Um, you know, back if, if you look at season one through like four of ridiculousness, I look mm -hmm. tired. I, that's why I, like I feel like there was all these memes made about me, like where I like look crazy. And I'm like, dude, I was sleeping two hours after the studio, then going to film. Right. I learned that wasn't the best for beauty wise <laughs> being on camera. And so I was like, OK, I need to make sure the nights before ridiculousness were not getting in the studio. But then right. The, after ridiculousness I could go to the studio you know like there's something about just being in the studio that keeps me awake so even if mm -hmm. I woke up to film at 6 a.m I'm still like I still got that energy because I'm excited to make a song but yeah. go, going in the studio the night before filming that was like something I just had to x out because it's like then I look tired on camera right so it's like it's like just like a balance thing you know and mm -hmm. and I do go to a lot of red carpets but for example if it's a red carpet party that's the night before filming I might skip that one too just so I can extra you know get my rest and all of that um but yeah I've, I've just been trying to stay as busy as I can while while pregnant and I, it's funny Clearly. because I feel like yeah I'm like I'm like I've been hitting the red carpet you know with this bump and I'm like the fu the funniest thing about that is I, I joked that before be like okay let me make sure I'm at the right angle where I like look skinniest and then when you're pregnant you're just like well no no angle you look your skinniest so you're right. just like bumps out and it's like it's almost easier to do the red carpet pregnant <laughs> right because you don't have to worry about it you're like listen we're yeah. here we both arrived yeah. okay <laughs> exactly exactly <laughs> and both making the statement I love that so much those recent red carpet pictures that you had, by the way, were stunning. You looked so you. gorgeous. When they say that moms have a glow, pregnant women, like it's 1000% true. You looked so good. I wanted Thank to compliment you. you on that because I was like, yes. It's um, all the vitamins, all the vitamins you got to take. And the sleep that you're getting now, right? Exactly. This, well, that and not drinking and smoking, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm sober. So yeah, I, it's, that it's makes like a, a whole... It makes such a difference. I'm like, dang, I'm like, if I'd never drank, I'd probably look like I'm like 12 still skin wise. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what, though? I mean, it's like they say, you live and you learn. You only get one life, so you have to make the best of it. YOLO, you know? Yes. Um, yeah. But, you know, I did want to talk to you about something. So some years ago, I do remember that there was this big old thing 
in the media, you know, everybody's got an opinion about everything where when you were trying to come out as an artist, I know people were giving you a lot of heat for it. You were getting a lot of criticism. So over the years, because that's a really hard thing to balance, like for everybody out there that thinks that, you know, being a celebrity is, is easy and whatever, like it's a lot that you have to go through a lot you have to deal with. Because instead of having a couple people on the day to day, it's millions of people having an opinion mm-hmm. about everything you do. So yeah. what has it meant to you to finally establish yourself as an artist and be respected in that space as well? Especially when, you know, you had to deal with so much turmoil with that for a while. And it was really just people making assumptions. It's like it's not like anyone really had much to stand on. Yeah. So, you know, I just like because people haven't been in my shoes, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's easier when I've, I've walked in my shoes and seen the places I've been and the people who have basically gave me Mm co-signs. I can't really listen to online hate or hate from somebody who's not even a, a, a a musician themselves. Mm -hmm. When I've had people like Will I Am or Lil Wayne or Snoop be like, yo, like you're dope, keep going, ignore people. So Mm -hmm. it's like, when you work in the studio with big heavyweights like that and they're and they're you know encouraging you to keep going it it gets a little bit easier to ignore the haters online and the haters who just are talking out of their ass um with no with no you know with no knowledge and a lot of people don't know i i actually kind of got discovered by rob deerdeck through my myspace music page back in the day way back in the day whoa we just went way back you remember the top eight (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my god! I I remember when I could make I finally could make it like like the top like sixteen or like twenty or something and I was like thank God because I was I was stressing over like trying to condense my friends into the top eight like I was like I remember I had one friend that was like yo why am I not in your top eight I'm like oh my god seriously so they so, used to like, get so offended about that like you had yeah. to, like why am I not in your top eight it's like chill it's be I'm okay. like yo I'm like not a lot of friends I'm like I can't fit all of you in there um, but yeah like I made original. I never had a regular MySpace. When I first made a MySpace at like 16, 17 years old, it was a music page. And I just mm-hmm. started putting my music up there. And the same way that these kids these days do it on TikTok or Instagram, I did it on MySpace. And mm-hmm. so I remember when I met Rob Deerdeck, he actually asked me, he's like, like, he was like researching my page, I guess. And he was like, how do you have this many friends in four months? And I told him, I'm like, I literally sit on MySpace every spare second I'm not working because I still had like a regular job then. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, every spare second when I'm not working, I will go home, sit on MySpace and just add people like, yo, check out my music, white girl rapper. <laughs> check out my music, white girl rapper. <laughs> and like back then, that was like a way more unique thing. There was yeah. not many white girls rapping. And so so that was like my little like l- line I would write and be like, check out my music, check out my music. And one of my tricks was I would go on the top artist and mm. I would add all the top artists and then I would add all of their top friends because I was like, OK, mm. maybe in their top friends will be like their manager or some producer or maybe it'll be a connection for me. And so mm. that was actually like one of the ways it's such a long story. So like I, I'll spare you the whole long story, but <laughs> to make it short, that's how I found Rob Deerdeck or he found me. And and so he needed a girl for Fantasy Factory and he needed a girl to basically be the receptionist on the show. Mm -hmm. And so I think he thought it was funny that I was a rapper and he could call me the rapping receptionist. And Mm -hmm. so, you know, it came off funny on TV. Like, Oh, she's the rapping receptionist. Like what? Like that's, it just sounds hilarious. The title. And so I think that made it come (laughs) off like a joke to people, but like Mm -hmm. people don't understand. Like I was doing this since I was like, you know, 
like a kid and um and so I've always like kind of saw myself as an artist first you know I never wanted to do reality tv or anything Mm -hmm. like that but when Rob offered me the job I literally like I remember I was like scrounging up change to go to like in and out and like (laughs) and I'm like I'm like I looked over at my like change pile and was like you know what I'm gonna take this (laughs) like (laughs) this sounds like it might not be a bad idea (laughs) yeah you know I'm like how can I pass up this opportunity because I really was like against doing reality stuff um just because I had seen at the time you know like people like even like Ashley Simpson who had a reality show on MTV and then people Mm. would try to like tear her down like oh she's not a real artist so I always knew that like something with reality TV makes people maybe like not take you as seriously as a musician Mm. or artist Um, so I never wanted to do that but I I took the opportunity because you know you can't you like they say beggars can't be choosy and like the the money was decent so yeah so that's kind of how I fell into TV and and when I like I know my backstory and like I know obviously like you know one interview at a time is people will get to know by by you know listening and reading and and hearing about like what my backstory is so Mm -hmm. I just try to tell my story as much as possible and just like stay focused and what I've always done as a hobby like since I was little is music so it's like I can't I can't stop when it's like it's literally like what I like to do for fun you know Mm -hmm. um so nothing nothing that anybody says has ever really deterred me. It, it's just like fueled me to keep going even more. Well, what do they say? Opinions are like, for lack of better terms, ass. everybody's got one, you know, it's like. Exactly, exactly. Well, if you're gonna talk, might as well talk. It's just, you know, I'm just gonna let you do your thing. I mean, cause it gets to be overwhelming. I mean, for you, what do you think is the most challenging thing about being in the public eye? Because it's way harder than most people think it is. I mean, I'm sure they look at your page and they're like, her life is perfect. She does really well financially. She's living her best life, but people don't understand. Like there's a lot of long days, a lot of hard work. Like you said, you were barely sleeping and there's stigma, like you said, attached to, you know, what you do with ridiculousness and you trying to transition into music and really have that take off. And then on top of that, everybody having an opinion about everything, your nails, your hair color, what you wear, what you don't wear. It's like, it's gotta be so exhausting sometimes. It, 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 it is. The hate is like, sometimes like, you know, it sometimes it's like, it's just like hurtful and stressful. Cause it's like, damn, like I'm really out here trying my best mm-hmm. doing all that I can. And somehow mm-hmm. there's still somebody talking shit, but for the most part, you have to realize that like, which I've realized as I've gotten older, you know, it, it goes back to even like when you're, you're a little girl in school and you know, pe- like your parents or people, adults would tell you like, Oh, that boy's teasing you. Cause he actually likes you. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's like the kind of the same thing. It's like some of these haters are actually your biggest fan. And, they're just maybe upset that they're either not in your position or that they can't really actually get to you somehow. So mm-hmm. they think that a way of getting to you is to to say this negative comment because a lot of times, you know, people like me or like Cardi B every now and then, you know, will snap back. <laughs> and so like that's just them wanting attention because they're actually yeah. your fan, you know, and they actually want your attention. So the more that I've like kind of grasped that concept, the less the hate gets to me mm-hmm. um my, it's so funny like my boyfriend has never had haters online and like even for him he was like kind of like overwhelmed by it and yeah. was like damn like and I was like babe like I hope this isn't like making making you not like be in love with me anymore or something <laughs> like I'm like I'm like you gotta ignore these people they're just crazies you know yeah. and so he's just now getting used to it because it's like it's just like 
sometimes, like I said, it's just like a little like overwhelming, like, damn, mm-hmm. like there's so much hatred. But um, the more that you just think to yourself, like, I've just, you know, these people maybe aren't the happiest, you actually kind of start to feel bad for them and, and mm-hmm. feel a little bit better about yourself, you know? But you know what, though? A great quality that you have, Chanel, is you do not hold back your thoughts and your opinions. So, <laughs> so. no, I don't. I've learned, I've gotten so much better at that, though. Like, even, I'm, yeah. I, I'm, like, even watching Kanye go crazy lately, I'm like, oh man, I'm like, when is he going to learn? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, like, you cannot just, you cannot just go off and say whatever comes to your mind sometimes. And, and I used to be very much like that, but I've, I've really, reeled it in and I'm like you know what like not everything needs to be out there for everybody to know your every single opinion or whatever you know mm-hmm. not everything deserves a response that's for sure no, I'd be like exactly. I'm too busy to be worrying about what kind of nonsense you're talking about anyway yeah yeah <laughs> so since we're talking about how your journey got started a little bit I'm sure a lot of people aren't too familiar with the fact that you know you ended up in reality tv in a sense not expecting for it to take off the way that it did because you guys started mm-hmm. out on YouTube, I believe, right? And then got Wait. picked up. Ridiculousness. Oh, no, uh, so it's actually it's a crazy. It's like so crazy because Rob was trying to work on ridiculousness before Fantasy Factory, and basically, I think MTV told him they wanted another show, like kind of like Robin Big, where it was more like mm. a reality style show, right? And, and so he just continued developing ridiculousness. And um, the funniest thing is when it came out, people were like, you guys copied Tosh.0. And we're like, dude, have you not heard of America's Funniest Home Videos? Like, right. it's like that that's the, a real OG, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so so he actually had developed that show first. And but yeah, so <laughs> ridiculousness was before Fantasy Factory. But we just continued filming Fantasy Factory while he developed that. Mm-hmm. And then... When he asked me to do Ridiculousness, I was just like, I didn't think it was going to even be as big as Fantasy Factory. I was like, mm-hmm. sure, like, whatever, I'm down. And, like, the the show just kept getting picked up. And then Fantasy Factory stopped. And I was like, dang, Fantasy Factory's over, but this show's still going? And Ridiculousness <laughs> like, just became a hit. Like, it's crazy. I honestly, like, during the pandemic when we got picked up again, especially mm-hmm. during that time when I saw, like, my other artist friends struggling and stuff, Mm-hmm. I was just like, thank you, God, for putting me on this show. You know, like, yeah, it's not it's not what I ever mainly wanted to do with my life, but mm-hmm. it's a great job. It's how I pay my bills. And I was just like, I cannot believe that we are still here doing this. And and it's still going like it's we we've done 30 seasons now and like over a thousand episodes. That's crazy. When you think back to where you started and where you guys are now what was the dream for you as a kid did you ever see yourself being where you are today um as a kid always I always always wanted to do music like Mm -hmm. I literally like in middle school like when you could like kind of pick your electives you know every Mm -hmm. now and then you wouldn't get what you wanted but I'd always try to pick like music classes, like, you know, choir, orchestra. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was always in dance. Like I I did hip hop dance since I was like seven years old and drill team and like just anything that had to do with performing. Like that's what I love to do since I was a kid. So I kind of always just knew I was going to do that. It's very weird. Like I never I never even thought of like doing anything else. So so it's, it's still the dream. It was the dream then and it's still the dream now. Yeah, I love that. Um, 
that's crazy when you like when you go and you look back in time i'm sure that sometimes it has to feel a little surreal to know that you know as a kid it was your dream to be able to make it and to have a great career now that you get to actually do what you love every day that has to be an incredible feeling it it really it really is like i've just like uh, you know I don't mean to preach nonstop, but like I literally thank God all the time. And mm -hmm. I've also learned that like being grateful and like showing gratitude is what brings more blessings to your life. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, sometimes I do, you know, especially like the, the more success that you get, you, you kind of get addicted to it. And then you start to be like, Oh, I need this. I need more, I need more. Like, you know, and, and every now and then I have to be like, calm down. You've like, would have never even dreamed of being where you are right mm -hmm. now and you've, you've done so much. So it's like, I, I'm just always trying to just be grateful for where I'm at mm -hmm. because I, I truly feel like that's going to be like what manifests getting to the next level, you know? Yeah. Which you'll get there too. I mean, one thing about you is you're super resilient and you're extremely persistent and you work really hard. So Thank that's you. always a recipe for success. You can't fail. Even if it takes a little yeah. longer, you'll get there eventually too, you know? So yeah. I'm excited for you. If you had to describe your journey so far in three words, what would they be? Hard, fun, interesting. <laughs> yeah, those, those are good ones. So what's something most people don't know about you? Because we know you're goofy. We know, yeah. I mean, obviously you work hard. We know you're interesting. But what is something most, do you have any cool hidden talents that you haven't told anybody about? I mean, I don't think any of my talents are hidden. Like my talents have usually <laughs> revolved around music and, yeah. and that's what I'm always trying to push the most. So mm -hmm. it's like, it's not really hidden. Um, I don't, I don't know if there's, you know, you don't have anything like quirky that you do at home, like something that like most people wouldn't expect or. I mean, everybody thinks I can't cook because I've said that. I think I think I made that mistake saying that in the past because I just don't like to cook. Yeah. It's just not something I favor. I'd rather yeah. just order Postmates. Right. But um, <laughs> but I actually am a really good cook when I put my mind to it. You know, like yes. that's like some, I feel like people would never expect that. But like when I when I really like try, I'm I think I'm pretty good. I think I got my seasoning ratios on point. Like <laughs> you know? that's a big thing now, you know, because I would say if you're not seasoning stuff, you don't know how to cook. So exactly. Yeah. Like, Let me clarify for the people in the back. I got my seasoning down to a T. Okay, <laughs> for the exactly. critics out there. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah. No. That's that's all I can really think of. I mean, I love like I love nature. I I don't think people like know how much I like that. Like I love hiking and just like animals and like you know, just being in nature, which obviously I grew up in LA, so you wouldn't like expect that. But mm -hmm. even like right now in my backyard, like I got like, I'm kind of in the hills and there's like little bunnies and, and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, I love that. Like I'm in Hollywood, but it still feels such nature vibes, you know? Yeah. I mean, and, and you've got a squirrel literally like laying out in your backyards. I mean, oh I don't think gosh, you that get was, that in too many places. That was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> so... All right. So you've had an incredible career. We've talked about how you've done a million and one things so far. Um, and you're extremely busy. I mean, I honestly don't even know how you balance it from, you know, the show to music to hosting to then you had your own show, California Dreaming, to now all of a sudden, Coasty Swim. What was your vision for the swimwear and why swimwear of all things you could have gotten into? Um, Coasty Swim, it really like... 
it's funny because, you know, we've talked about, like, my fashion and, like, I've worn a million outfits on Ridiculousness that are, like, super cute, like, super cute outfits for my music videos, red carpets. But what I noticed, which was so bizarre to me, was that I'll get more comments from girls asking where I got my bikinis. I think I have great taste in bikinis. I, I, I love to, you know, get the, you got to get the booty shots every in every now and then for Instagram. <laughs> and so I started to notice, I'm like, dude, I literally get more comments from, from people asking where I got my bikini than like anything else I wear. And mm-hmm. obviously my name's Chanel West Coast. I grew up in LA. I grew up going to the beach a lot, being at the pool a lot. I, I, I'm always like, I love like the water life, like being on lakes and all that. And so I felt like, okay, I love being at the beach i love being at the pool and i think i got great taste in bikinis and from what i see people are asking about where i got my bikinis more than anything Mm -hmm. so so i'm like maybe i should start a swimwear brand and i i think it's also a great thing too because i was like thinking like what would be such a great brand to promote while you're still enjoying life and it's like what what better thing than swimwear because you can literally be on vacation doing shoots to promote your brand at the same time. Mm-hmm. And so, um, and so that was like, I think during the pandemic too, I really was like, you know, thinking about it even more for years. I've wanted to do it, but like, I was like so focused on just music and, and I had so many gigs and, you know, like, like you said, like it was kind of hard to balance the schedule, but during mm-hmm. the pandemic, when I started to have a little bit more free time, I'm like, okay, now I have some time to focus on this. I started like trying to find, uh, manufacturers. I started trying to find other people who I could maybe team up with. And uh, now it's funny. Now my boyfriend, he's actually helping me so much with it. Um, cause you know, he's got a business degree. He's like really smart on the business side of things. <laughs> so, you know, I didn't go to college or anything like that. So like all the business side of things, like he's got on lock. Um, mm-hmm. so he's helping me a lot. And, and yeah, like basically I just was like, let's do this. I want to, I want to make a swimwear line. At first it was like, I want to do everything. I'm like, I want to do baby swimwear. All the, we're like, okay, let's just, let's just start off a little bit smaller. Let's reel it back a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And build. Um, so, cause I'm doing this like basically like, you know, from, from the ground up, like I don't have some big company that's like just using my name or something like this is really like me doing all the work and my boyfriend's helping me. And, um, and yeah, like it's, it's actually what I spend most of my spare time doing now when I'm not filming or doing music. Uh, I, I pretty much devote all my time to like, just trying to build this brand and like, you know, even like from like reaching out on my Instagram personally to swimwear boutiques and to big retail stores, um, I'm really doing this like myself. So mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm excited. Like I'm the most excited about this out of anything like I think I've done in a while. That's so cool though. For everybody out there, if you want to go check it out, make sure you head to coastyswim.com. You have some really amazing styles. They're real cute. They got some little ruffles and everything and a cute little cut in the back. Yes. Are they like Brazilian cuts? Some of them too. I see they're yes. kind of high-waisted, super flattering. Yes. They're very, they're very flattering. And so the, like, we only have a couple designs right now, but we're going to have like a ton more soon. You know, like I said, we're starting off small and like really building. Mm -hmm. Um, But also our sizes do not run super small. Like there's a couple brands. I won't say the names because obviously like I'm a fan of them, but there's some Mm -hmm. swimwear brands I'm a fan of. And like, I'm a small petite person. And like some of these brands got me in like a medium and like large tops sometimes. And I'm like, yo, if I'm in a large, what's like 
a, a, a girl like a little bit bigger than me wearing. I'm like, the sizing is for like skinny stick models. Mm-hmm. And I did not want to do that. I'm like, yeah. I want to have sizing that fits like everyone. And so our extra small is more like a small. Our small mm-hmm. is more like a medium. So our sizing runs like a little bigger. It's for like, you know, we go up to extra large right now. But like I said, it runs a little bigger. So extra large is more like an extra, extra large. Mm-hmm. And it's it's more for like, you know, we want to have a couple cute cheeky ones, but also have body styles that are flattering for people who aren't like sticks. You know, what Right. I'm and developing an all inclusive brand, which is what it's about. You know, that's where you create yeah. longevity, which which I'm, I'm super excited about. I love that for you. That's so yeah, great. And we're we're eco, we're all eco friendly too. all of the bikinis are made from recycled materials. So it's like 100 percent eco friendly, like, you know, it's it's a very green uh a green swimwear brand <laughs> which so you guys know you have to go support it coasty swim that com and that's c-o-a-s-t-y swim.com and you can check out the styles i think you have uh the option for people to subscribe so you guys know about all the new drops first so you get them before they sell out And like she says, she's going to have some new styles coming soon. So that's going to be super, super exciting coming into spring. Um, Yes. Before we head out, Chanel, we were talking about our little confessions game that we play on the show. You ready for it? Yes, I I think so. I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Knowing you, I'm sure the answers are going to be hilarious. Okay. What's wrong but sounds right? What's wrong but sounds right? Mm -hmm. Ooh. Uh... I oh man that's a tough one I guess swimming naked that's not wrong though yeah it's really not though that is right I I just looked at the pool and was like skinny dipping I'm like I don't know skinny dipping always sounds good (laughs) (laughs) what was the last photo you took the last photo I took was of my dog on the couch because he looked so freaking cute right before we got on this call cute and if we wouldn't have been on the call it probably would have been the squirrel for sure yeah no that squirrel just laying there oh my god i'm like dude that was so funny (laughs) that was everything what was the last time you immediately regretted something you said uh oh man i i mean dude that's like on a daily basis that's hard (laughs) because you know we talked about this i just like say what's on my mind um I think I like brought up like my like ex-boyfriend on like an episode of Ridiculousness and I immediately was like why the hell did I just mention that guy like so yeah G- gave us two seconds of fame exactly I'm like what am I doing <laughs> <laughs> what's the dumbest thing someone has argued with you about uh the dumbest thing someone's argued with me about mm-hmm. uh I don't know I mean probably dang that's a hard one um I mean, me and my mom were just arguing this morning about something dumb. And my boyfriend was like, you guys, this this conversation is irrelevant. I can't even remember what it was. <laughs> we, we were like arguing about, uh, I can't remember. It was like something to do with, with real estate stuff. <laughs> That's awesome. Would you rather have Beyonce's talent or Jay-Z's business acumen? Oh, that's a tough one. Dang. Dang, I think I think, you know, Beyonce's talent, just because with that talent, you're going to have great businesses anyways. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wish I just wish I had well, I don't know what what she does with her lungs, because to dance and sing at the same time, I've tried doing what she I heard she did, which is running on the treadmill and singing. Mm-hmm. It does help. 
still haven't made it to that point where I don't get out of breath <laughs> dancing and singing at the same time. So I think I'm going to say Beyonce's talent. Beyonce for the win. What would you do yeah. if you could live forever? If I could live forever? Yeah. Dang, that's, that's a hard one, though. It's like, can everybody live forever or just me? <laughs> that's a good question. I think about that. <laughs> um, if if it was just me being able to live forever, I'd I'd like like to be like a shaman giving everybody advice like yo you got to do this this is how you do this this is how you do this <laughs> I've listened to me I've lived forever if, Literally. if I wasn't the only <laughs> yeah if I wasn't the only one living forever then I'm not really sure because I I think I'd have competition of people who think they know everything too <laughs> right and I'd be like listen if I was living forever I need to stay young that that would be a one requirement I'd have to have like oh I can't yeah, look like sure. I've lived forever you know what I mean exactly. <laughs> I love that. Chanel, it's been so much fun getting to speak with you. I love the fact that you're still working so hard, you know, while you're waiting on your baby to come and that you're Thank staying you. so committed and persistent in the things that you love. Because a lot of times when you get caught up in entertainment, it can really change a person. And I really love that you've still stayed true to who you were through and through beginning to end. Period. Yes. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Yeah, 100%. And we already know these new songs are going to be dropping. When can everybody expect Versace Diaries to be available? On Friday, this Friday. The 14th. So make yes. sure you guys mark your calendars. Can the people pre-order it? coming out too. Um, yes, you can. I think you can already pre-order it, um, which I should probably post that link like today. Thank you for reminding me. <laughs> um, but yeah, the videos will be dropping on Friday as well. And the videos are like super fun you know um I, I know that you know Justin so you'll you'll really like it because I even told him I was like Justin you look like a superstar in these like this is your this is your best work yeah <laughs> so like I think that they're they're just really fun videos you could tell that it was like a group of friends just like living their best lives in them mm -hmm. and I think that the overall vibe like people are just gonna want to watch it you know it's the type of videos you want to put on while you got like a little house party going on and that's what it's about living life yep. and having the best time too so yeah. you guys already know the 14th mark your calendars go pre-order the new project versace diaries head over to coasty swim get your new swimwear because you can still look sexy in the winter okay there's lots of tropical places still available out there even if it's cold exactly and if Some not people can be tropical places are, right. are where you should go during the winter, you know, like so it's actually better weather sometimes during the winter is like they're off hurricane season. <laughs> right. It, minor, minor, minor detail. Or you can be like yeah. Kendall Jenner and just, you know, cop a cute little bathing suit, go outside in the snow and take a dope picture for Instagram. I'm just saying. So there's I, options I don't out know there. How she does it. I'm I like, I, I can't, either. I can't. Uh, that's that top model life, you know? Top model life, which I know nothing about. <laughs> so, <laughs> same. Oh kudos same. to everybody. Unfortunately, they, they I like food. Doing, they'll have them doing shoots in the snow naked, and I'm like, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Like, I can't do it. I can't. I need a heater. <laughs> but then it would defeat the purpose of the snow. So, anyway, exactly. it's, it's been so wonderful talking to you, Chanel. Hopefully, you we'll get a chance to catch up really soon. And um, make sure you guys don't go anywhere. We'll attach those links, and we'll be right back. You're listening to The Abby Night Show.